Welcome to The Way the World Works, where the trusted team behind the Tuttle Twins books tackles current events, hot topics, and fun ideas to help your family find clarity in a world full of confusion. Hey, Brittany. Hey, Ronnie. So you know the saying, those who don't learn from the past are doomed to repeat it, right? Yes. Uh, I know that um, Connor uses this um, phrase a lot and especially in talking about the American history books. So it's a very popular phrase that's used within Tuttle Twins. I think that this famous saying was originally by the Spanish-American philosopher George Santana, uh, or Santiana, Santiana. Uh, But I think it's been attributed to other people over the years. So I'm not even 100% who's fully attributed to him, but from what I was looking up, um, George uh, Santana, wait, I just said that wrong, uh, Santiana uh, is the one who said that those who don't learn from the past are doomed to repeat it. Uh, he, by the way, he also is known for the saying, only the dead have seen the end of war, which is a little morbid, but also kind of true. Ooh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, you know, like just kind of the en- endless wars throughout all of history. Um I don't know, something interesting to think about when we're thinking about history. But still, so let's talk about what does it mean to learn from history or learn from the past? So my first thought is I think COVID, because COVID for me, and again, I was in, I've talked about this on other podcasts, but because I was in Los Angeles and it was a very different experience. I mean, you're in DC, so you, you also saw uh, where everything was really shut down more. Uh, but so yeah. for me, COVID was like uh, this really profound experience because I had never experienced my world suddenly closing in on me like that. But, uh, and that's when I first started researching and that's kind of how I became a libertarian in the whole first place. But so my first thought is thinking COVID. And I talked about this, I think, on a previous issue once or episode once at some point. Um, but so during COVID, wearing masks was a big thing. It was you know, heavily, everyone was heavily pressured to wear masks. Uh, at first, everyone was told that, you know, this is going to stop the spread. And then people who were questioning whether or not masks actually worked. We're, of course, told they were horrible people. But if you go back in time to the 1920 Spanish flu, also during that time, masks were mandated. Of course, at that time, they only had, like, fabric masks. You know, they weren't as well-crafted as they are now. But even still, uh, there was mask mandates in place. But, of course, everyone 100 years later totally forgot about this. But if you actually looked back in history, you would see that in 1920, during the Spanish flu, when masks were mandated, they did nothing to stop the spread of the the flu too. In fact, they only caused more bacterial infections. And so at the end of all of it, after the Spanish flu, it was determined that masks, universal masking is a bad idea. It doesn't do any good. So then we're in 2020 and suddenly everyone's told that you know, wearing a mask is going to save the world. But yet those people who had studied the past, who had studied history and brought up the examples of the the Spanish flu um, pandemic and the mask mandates then were, you know, just totally dismissed. So people who were trying to learn from the past and that were trying to say, hey, look, in the past, it's shown that wearing these things, these things on your face don't do anything for viruses that are airborne. But 
obviously, you know, some people don't want to learn from the past. They are more interested in (laughs) pushing forth whatever they want to push forth. Anyways, so that, of course, is the first example that I think of when we talk about learning from the past or when we should have learned from the past. Uh, There's lots of examples of history repeating itself uh, throughout time. And so I know, you know, this gets talked about, especially with the Tuttle Twins New American History book. This is something that comes up a lot, why it's so important to study history so that we don't repeat these things. But I thought that um, we could also take this to a more kind of micro or personal level and tell some examples from our own lives where we were able to use our past to help us make future decisions. Mm. <laughs> so, um, Brittany, I'm going to put you on the spot, but I, if it's too much on the spot, we can wait and then I'll go to my turn. You can go after. But I'm curious if you have any stories that come to mind where you learned from a past experience and it helped you, you know, choose to make a different decision in the future or better choices in the future for yourself. So, yeah, I mean, I, I feel like, um, everything. <laughs> I yeah, feel like my whole life. <laughs> I think, all you think of that, I just totally threw that question out at you. So. No, you're fine. I think every experience, I mean, I think everything good and bad teaches you how to act. Like you collect that information and use it right to, to do something different or to do something the same, depending on, you know, if it worked or not. So, um, yeah, I know even just for like my working out schedule, understanding how I used to fail at being consistent at the gym before I kind of learned from those mistakes and and fixed it like this time. And I've been able to do it every, you know, day for a year and a half. Um, so little things like that, I could probably think of more in a minute, but yeah, that's one thing. I I know if I hadn't had to just thrown that at you, right? (laughs) Uh, so I'll go ahead and start or I'll go ahead and tell my story. Um, the example that I thought of was gardening. So I, you know, I've been gardening for a while. I've talked about it in other podcasts. Uh, I'm definitely not an expert gardener. Most of the time it's just trial and error and I'll have an idea and I'm like, Oh, I wonder if this will grow here. I'm going to throw it in the ground and see what happens. And then I learn. Uh, so, you know, one year I might plant a crop in one location, but then I realize, wait, it gets way too much sun there. Or, Oh, if I put that next to that plant, the other plant steals all the nutrients or shades all the sun from it or something. So I know, okay, well, I'm not going to do that in the future. And so I've learned from the past to change or uh, chickens, right? When I first got chickens, even though I tried to study beforehand before building a coop, I did not make it as predator proof as it should have been. And I had raccoons get to my chickens and unfortunately kill some of them. Um, But then I was like, oh, I don't ever want that to happen again. And so then I learned, so I built a new coop and I learned where the vulnerabilities were in my previous coop and I changed it. So, you know, I got wiser. uh, I learned from my own past and that's good. But it can be easy to learn from our own past mistakes because after all the consequences of the previous mistakes, they happen to us. So they're in our previous or our recent memory so we can remember them when we're learning from them. But what happens if a mistake was made decades or centuries ago to other people, not to us? Uh, the current government or local authority or whoever's making the decision Make whoever has decision-making ability, they might not as easily remember what happened way back then, you know, what led up to the bad decisions of the past and what the actual consequences were. So for example, also during COVID, uh, one thing that I noticed other than the mask issue is uh, with the vaccines, there was a time in which anyone who didn't get 
who didn't choose to get vaccinated, they were portrayed by uh, not just mainstream media, but even just on a social level, they were portrayed as, you know, unclean or the unvaccinated, you know, they couldn't eat at restaurants or go into certain stores or to certain events. Um, They weren't invited to people's houses. You know, there was kind of a stigma against those who chose not to get vaccinated. Even if they weren't sick, it was still the stigma. Um, And uh, even though now, thankfully, we're at a place where that, you know, that COVID hysteria and that vaccine hysteria has largely dissipated, which means to like lessen or go away. Um, Still, uh, I got really nervous during the time when the unvaccinated were being considered unclean because it reminded me of times in the past throughout history where groups of people have been dehumanized, which is basically they start um, being seen not as full humans. They start being seen as like unclean others. Uh, and often in history, that the beginning of that thinking of where you start putting groups of people aside and saying they're unclean, they aren't as good as other people, you start lowering them in your minds. Um, that That is how really bad things happen, like genocides yeah. um, and horrible tragedies. So because I know this in history, when I saw in COVID that we were starting down a path where we were starting to segregate out groups, you know, the clean and the unclean, the vaccinated and the unvaccinated, I got a little bit worried because I saw that as possibly the beginning of, you know, othering a group, calling them unclean, then, you know, denying them access to things, start treating them as second class citizens. And then you start down a path. And once you get down to that path, like I said, it can, in throughout history, it's led to really bad things. Now, thankfully, I'm so thankful that we are at this point now, and it did not actually get to that stage. But I think part of that came from the fact that there was still enough people who remembered history and remembered, oh, the way the unvaccinated are being treated, this is the beginning of a bad path and we should stop this. And enough people spoke up and really stood up for for that. Um, And that's because people were learning from history. And if we hadn't learned from history, I, I would be a little bit afraid of where that that could have gone. So um, last thing, I know we're running out of time, but I think this is another reason why recording history accurately is so important. There's this trend within history. And I know Connor and Elijah talk about this a lot with their new history book, but uh, there's kind of this trend in the modern world to rewrite history, to reflect whatever our current beliefs or ideas are. So we are changing the lens of history to be however we want to view it. But of course you can't do that because if you do that, you're not actually learning from history. You're just learning whatever you want to learn now and applying history to it. And it doesn't really work backwards like that. Anyways. So I guess that's kind of a plug for the history book. I didn't really mean to plug the history book, but uh, <laughs> yeah, the title Twins has a history book, which, uh, you know, tries to tell the actual real story of the history of the U S so Anyways, it's important to learn from history. <laughs> 100%. It's always a good topic to address, I think, because that is so true, both in history and, like you said, in our regular life. So, yeah, awesome. Thanks, guys, for listening. And don't forget to like and subscribe and share the podcast. And until next time, we will talk to you soon. All right. See you soon. You've been listening to The Way the World Works. Make sure your family is subscribed and check out TuttleTwins.com for more awesome content.